Welcome to I Am Divine, mastering your intuition with psychic mediums and spiritual psychology coaches and science of mind practitioners, Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. This is Paula Hunter. And this is Kim Garden. And welcome to another episode of I Am Divine, a spiritual podcast where you will discover your psychic potential within by learning skill sets that develop and master your spiritual gifts. We will teach you about universal truths that will empower you to manifest a life you truly desire. We are here to remind you who you are, the powerful badass that you are, the divine I am. So welcome everyone in today's episode. We are going to be talking about what we call the creative process. And there's probably many of you that are familiar with the movie, The Secret. And I think that became very popular in the, I think the late eighties, early nineties, and everybody learned about manifesting mm. and how we just had to sit down in that chair, keep this image in our mind and just hold it and feel it. And we're going to have all these beautiful things just drop into our laps. I remember watching that and it's like, wow, this is so cool. I want to mm. do this. And, you know, I used to think that was all there was to it. You know, we have this universal law that I just need to put out my energy into it and poof, there's this little genie and it's going to be there. Mm -hmm. And Kim, I know you've been taking the spiritual practitioner program as I have. And over the past two years, we've done a lot of training in exactly what universal laws are Mm -hmm. and what we call the creative process is. So today we wanted to talk about this and maybe give a little bit more understanding or explanation behind it. When we talk about the creative process, the definition is our thoughts. So what we think going through to universal laws, and then we have it manifest or demonstrate outside of ourselves. And I remember thinking, oh, I just have to think it. I just have to get in my mind. And I think one of the things that we've learned the most, Kim, is that it isn't just about the thoughts. It isn't Mm -hmm. just about, let me think about this beautiful red sports car that I'm going to imagine myself driving in, but it is truly the emotion behind it. That is the true avenue of creation is through the feeling. Yes. Yes. I think that that is, to me, that is the most important part. I think thought is almost like a blanket term for all of it. What we believe, what we think, what we feel, the emotion attached to it. It is all literally under the same umbrella. And then that is impressed upon the universal law in combination with that. And then we get the outpicturing. And when you can really allow yourself to fall into that emotion, because we might think, I want to be rich. I want this money. But if we don't feel it and like you can't fake your feelings, you really can't, you know, if you don't feel it, that energy of that universal law is it's not going to match and it's not going to be able to create. And so you really have to step into the feeling of feeling it, knowing it, believing it, trusting it. It all is a combination of one thing and then you can create it. But what I loved about the secret was that it really made people stop. It made them stop and get clear on what they wanted. And I think that that's a big thing as well amongst all of us is that we're so busy doing that nobody stops to think, what do I want for my future? What am I creating right now in this moment? And by doing the secret, it was like you had, I think it was like a 28 day or something like that. Every day you had to do something where you stopped, you asked yourself questions, you went back into those 
feelings. Uh, I think there was one part where it's like, think of everything you've gotten for free in your life, whether it's a meal from your parents or, you know, somebody bought you a bike and like everything that was given to you. And then you be in that moment of gratitude, you know, and again, that feeling, and then you were able to create more. So when you were like working on what you wanted to manifest through this book and things started to happen, it's because it is the creative process because you were coming into that feeling of gratitude, that feeling of clarity, and then you were able to create it. Yeah. That comment about gratitude, how many times have we heard people say, well, this doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, I think they get just stuck in the mind. And that other aspect of that is exactly what you said. There's so many people, I don't know how many times I've asked a client, what do you want in your life? Yeah. And nine times out of 10, they're going, I don't know. Yeah. Well, how can you create something if you don't know what it is that you're trying to create in your life in the first place? Yeah. Or you'll even ask them, what do you want? I want to be happy. What does that mean? What does that look like for you? They aren't able to articulate it because they can't envision it for themselves. They can't put themselves in that moment. And that's it. It's the clarity of what do you want to create? Yeah. And I wanted to bring that up because, you know, before we get more into the process itself, but having that understanding on what it is you want to create in the first place is so, so important. I use example if it's someone that's saying, I want to have a relationship. Okay, let me give you a relationship. Does that mean it's going to be a good relationship? No, it may be challenging. Mm-hmm. So being specific on what that really is. So if I say I'm looking for a partnership, I want to find my best friend. I want to find someone who has a sense of humor, somebody I can communicate with versus just saying, I want to have a relationship. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. sense of understanding of really what it is and the feeling behind it is so, so important before we even try and step into the creation. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, there's nothing there that'll dictate, you know, whether something's good or bad. I mean, we choose that, but it's just going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. So the more specific that we can be on what that really is, not how it's going to come into play. Mm-hmm. But what that end result is, that's when we truly become powerful creators in our life because we've taken the time to go within ourselves and say, what is really important to me? Mm-hmm. Abundance. Abundance isn't just money. Mm-hmm. It might be a relationship. It could be friendships. It could be just little things, gratitude, things that come back to you. So it's it's mm-hmm. so important to really think about what that is and taking the time to do it. It's interesting. You made me think of a time where I was talking with my daughter. She was saying, you know, she, she wanted to do really well on a test. And so I was explaining to her, not necessarily the creative process, but kind of how the universe works and what we put out there. The universe only says yes. So I told her to imagine the universe as a waiter. And you're saying to this waiter, you know what, I want to do great on this test. I'm going to do, you know, I want, I want to get 80 or above. And the universe is like, okay, yes, here's your order 80 and above it's coming to you. But then you sit down and you write your test and you're like, oh, I can't do this. I'm going to fail. And the universe is like, oh, change of order, order up. She wants to fail. Let's give her that. And so by giving her that analogy of the universe, what we put out, the universe is going to deliver because the universe only says yes, but you have to be clear on what you want, but you also have to stand in the truth of it as well and believe it and feel it and be aware of what you are creating, what you are requesting, what you're ordering. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. I think for us, you know, the learning that we've done, why it is so important to to have daily spiritual practices that help you to stay in that higher state of peace and balance, you know, relaxation, because if we're putting out the request in this beautiful, 
you know, I call it rainbows and unicorns. I'm just manifesting my ass off. And then I go into a place of fear. That's the energy that I'm sending out too. So I can send out good stuff. I'm putting in my order, as you said, like the waiter, Mm -hmm. but now my fear is asking for something different Mm -hmm. and how important it is to be able to find that time every day to help you stay in that balanced state. And we're going to talk about daily spiritual practices in another podcast, but knowing how important it is. And I'm just going to go to my little analogy about how I describe the creative process to, to my clients. So for me, I think about this little, little seed. And whether you call it, I can look at, here's a tomato plant, you know, here's a cucumber seed. They're both seeds. Their purpose is a little bit different. So they're individual in what they're actually going to create. But that little seed is perfect in its DNA. It's perfectly made the way it's meant to be. Mm -hmm. And I looked at that analogy as being us. The essence of what we are is perfect. We're all designed in the same way, but we can have this little bit of difference within ourselves, what we call relative truth. We've spoken about this before. Mm -hmm. So I take this little seed and I plant it in the ground and it's getting all this nourishment from the soil. And it has that beautiful sun above and the rain that falls from the sky. So it needs the sun. It needs the soil. It needs the water in order to grow. And to me, this is source. This is universal law. This is everything that is in play that is in place. Mm -hmm. So as this little seed begins to poke its head up and begins to grow, as we know, with any garden, we can get weeds. And if we don't weed the garden, all of a sudden these weeds begin to take over and this little seed is struggling for light and struggling, you know, for the nutrients in the soil. It's struggling for that water and it's, it's not growing the way it needs to. So I look at these weeds as being what we call our limiting beliefs or commands. These are the things we tell ourselves that hold us back. I'm not good enough. I can't do this. So the essence of what we are is perfect, that little seed. But as I'm growing, I now have the opportunity to pull these weeds. And I'm pretty sure that no one out there would start a garden and not weed it and just (laughs) let it take over everything. Mm -hmm. So we go out and we pull out these weeds and all of a sudden this, this plant, the stalk gets bigger and begins to grow. It has access to that sun and the soil and the water, the nutrients, and it grows. So to me, when we pull those roots, this is the whole process of who we are. We are perfection. We are divine, which is what we're teaching. We create these beliefs or commands based on our experiences or traumas. But we also have the opportunity to shift, to heal, and to let go of these limiting beliefs and commands to come back to the essence of who we really are, which is perfection. And Mm -hmm. as we do this, we step into our lives as the creator, as the manifester. And this is when we find a balance in ourselves. by doing this work, we truly do begin to create every moment of every day from a more positive perspective, because you know what? We're stepping up to the plate. We're taking responsibility for ourselves. We're going into that closet to pull out the skeletons and remove them once and for all. We never have to go back. Mm -hmm. That was beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, it brings you back to the oneness. It brings you back to the truth of who you are. And that's it. Life, there's going to be, and, and this is something that we're going to be talking about in another podcast, is that subconscious, you know, those limiting beliefs. We're going to really go into those in another podcast of understanding them and how they're created and how to release them. But being aware of them, seeing them as weeds, but knowing that we have the power to remove them. 
you're able to acknowledge them, but you're also able to say, you know what, that's not me because you are so in alignment with who you are as spirit, knowing the perfection of you, knowing that you literally are capable of anything. You are able to create the life you want. And by being aware of those weeds or those limiting beliefs, you're able to really just, yeah, you're in control. You are in power. And you know, Kim, we've had this discussion too. I used to think that I'm only manifesting when I'm sitting and I'm, maybe I'm in meditation. Mm-hmm. And visioning and focusing on that thing that I want. But what I really began to understand is we are manifesting 24 seven. Yes. Manifesting when we're sleeping every moment of every day. So I can take those, you know, maybe half an hour every day, just to think of those nice fluffy, fluffy bunnies. And as I said, unicorns and rainbows, Mm -hmm. but unless I hold that within myself every moment, I guess you can say, you know, I'm still manifesting from the other. No, I use the example for me because my limiting belief, one of mine that I'm still working with is I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm trying to create these beautiful things, oh, okay, I'm going to have $5,000 a month that I'm going to bring in for money. Mm -hmm. Well, if there's a deeper part of myself that doesn't feel that I am worthy of that, I'm actually manifesting from that sense of being unworthy rather than that little bit of time that I'm focusing on, hey, I am good, but do I truly believe it? And, you know, I think that's the most important thing when we do our work. I know it. There's no believing it or not believing it. I know through every fiber of my being that I am divine. Therefore, I deserve it. Whereas our, our traumas, our experiences, if you've been told you're stupid or you're nothing, we're actually creating from that aspect. And we will continue to create those situations outside of ourselves through the creative process. That's going to say, as Kim said, here's the waiter, you know, I'm not good enough here. Let me give this to you. I'm going to create more situations that will justify my belief. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is where that power comes in is when we come back into taking that time every day to connect with yourself on a higher level. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, I have to sit for half an hour and, you know, meditate. It doesn't have to be this big ritual. It can be something as simple as how am I feeling today? What do I want to create? And standing in your truth of knowing who you are, knowing again, that perfection of you, whether you are articulating it through thought or through actually verbalizing it out loud, you are moving that energy because we are energy and we have to shift because it's easy for our minds to get stuck in those limiting beliefs because that emotion, I always say it hijacks us sometimes, you know, that's why people get triggered and they go off the wall. You see some people like who are just losing their shit. And you're just like, "Mm." you can see it as, you know what? There's some real powerful emotion behind that. There's, there's a big belief that's coming to the surface, but by being able to, again, step into your divinity of knowing the perfection of who you are, we then have that power to create the life that we want. And that is so, again, I apologize for swearing, but it's so fucking powerful. It, it, you feel like you are in control of your life. You look at life so differently and you look at it as how it literally is being created. You can look at what is being outpictured in your life and you can learn to see the belief that is coming forward and acknowledge it for the lie that it is because it's not true because those limiting beliefs are keeping us small. They are fueled by emotion. They are fueled by lies because again, stepping back into your divinity, 
we are spirit, which means we are, oh my God, it's like, we are just, you name all the good stuff and that is you. (laughs) Exactly. And Kim, you probably heard this many times, you know, and and I hear it and I can step back now and see for what it is, but, oh, this always happens. Yeah. And I challenge those of you out there that have said that before. This always happens to me. If you find yourself thinking that and saying that, take a step backwards. Look at where your emotion is. Look at where your beliefs lie. If you believe that that is what always happens, here's the little genie in the sky that says, and so it is. It's up to you to begin to take responsibility for a thought or an emotion that's holding on to that because you will continue to create it again and again and again, because that is what your energy is asking for. So I wanted to say that because we're so good at focusing on what we, you know, what we're trying to create. But the flip side of that is when we have a situation that develops that maybe we view as not being as pleasant to go through. Mm -hmm. it's so important to step back and say, how am I creating this? Because normally we go, oh, it's not my fault. It's this over here, or it's that person did that to me. Mm -hmm. Well, if we are truly the creators of everything around us, putting that responsibility back on our own shoulders to go, okay, if I truly am the creator, what did I create here? How did I create this here? And what is the underlying cause? What do I need to heal and fix in order to change what I'm going to bring into my life. Mm -hmm. And it's not about blame. It's not about shaming. It's not about, you know, guilt. It's not about beating yourself up. It really is about true acknowledgement of you being the creator of your life. And then taking those inspired steps to be like, I don't want this in my life. How can I change that? And that is power. That is, that is control. And when you're able to really do that in life, your life changes for the better. You feel like you are in control of your life. You are less reactive. You are bringing things into your life that you want. That is what makes life happy. It changes everything. I think that's the biggest thing, the biggest learning I've had through the Mm -hmm. practitioner program is the understanding how I really do create things because I was very good at sitting back and going, well, I didn't do this. How could I possibly created that in my life? You know, Mm -hmm. disease or whatever it is, but at another level we are. So it's, it's interesting. You made a great point, Kim, about saying it is not about blame. We are not blaming ourselves. We're not criticizing ourselves, but we're understanding who we are and being able to step out of that and, and almost look at ourselves from a third person and go, you know, I I really know who you are, but you just need to change your thoughts a little bit. You need to change the emotions a little bit. You need Mm -hmm. to just dig deep to find out where it's coming from. Love yourself enough to heal it. And also it actually, it makes you look at other people differently too. It comes from such a place of compassion and love and understanding when you're able to look at somebody and again, see how they're reacting to a situation and not taking it personal, whether it's reflected at you or however it is, it's not a personal attack. It is their beliefs that are coming forward and having them have that reaction, but also you being in your own power, your own truth, being able to witness what they are going through and allow them to go through that. You still want to set your boundaries, but you're not going to judge them. You're not going to criticize them. You're not going to get angry at them the way you used to, because you can learn to see and understand how they are creating this circumstance in their life. Yeah. It's just so important that we begin to truly look at and honestly looking at it. I think sometimes it's very difficult for us 
to look at ourselves, it's not judging it, as we said, but to be truthful and stop pointing outside of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And as you said, all the relationships in your life begin to change because I'm now not trying to fix something outside of myself. I'm not trying to fix someone else. I'm not trying to blame someone else. I'm stepping back my own. I don't have to defend myself anymore because I know who I am and I can just stand in that power knowing that I truly am the creator of my life. So with that, I mean, I challenge you guys, take a week and really be aware of where your thoughts are. Be aware of where your feelings are. And as Kim said, imagine you have that waiter sitting right next to you and he's there with notepad and the Mm -hmm. pen and simply going, okay, tell me what it is you want. So be aware of where you're putting your feeling and your energy this week and look and see how that is actually coming into your life, both from, you know, I don't like to say positive and negative because for me, it is all about lessons at the end of the day but being able to really see what it is that you're creating. Mm-hmm. I, I like to think of too, is be aware of what you're saying under your breath, be yes. aware of what you're saying under your breath, because that is when those beliefs really come forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything's energy. Thought is energy. Word is energy. Feelings are energy and being aware of where your energy is going every minute of every day. You know, not that I have to logically think, but you'll begin to notice when it's not flowing in the direction you truly want it to flow in. Love it. This brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you for joining us during our conversation on the creative process. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I am divine. And as always, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy our show, please rate our podcast and be sure to come back next week for a discussion around what it means to be clairsentience and clairgustians. We're going to give you a little bit of information on how you can develop and grow those skills. So until then, this is Paula and Kim. And don't forget that you are powerful. I am divine badass. This podcast was created by Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. We welcome you to join our private Facebook group, I Am Divine, to connect with other like-minded individuals and be part of our special events that will only be found in our private community. We would love to hear your feedback on today's podcast and on any other topics that you would like to know more about. For more information about our podcast, information on Kim and Paula, our special events, spiritual coaching, training programs, or even to book a private reading with Kim or Paula, we invite you to visit our website at www.iamdivine.ca.